You're listening to The Hot Tag with the real tag team champs, Matty Ice and Axel the Axeman, where we talk everything wrestling. This episode of Hot Tag is brought to you by... Hey, Matty Ice, I'm kind of hungry. Yeah, you know what? So am I. Let's go get us a pizza or something. Order a pizza in. No. Why would we order a pizza when we could have pile driver pizza? Comes in four awesome varieties. Pepperoni, sausage and pepperoni, four cheese, and supreme. Ooh, sounds delish. Give me a supreme. All right, let's go down in the store. And if you guys are hungry too, you can get them in a store near you. This is Axel the Axeman, and you're listening to Hot Tag with the Beer City Boys on the Anchor Podcast app. Hey, this is Manny Ice, and you're listening to the Hot Tag with the Beer City Boys. What's going on, Axeman? You know, I'm living the dream, baby. The American dream. Dust a rose, baby. Um, yeah, no, uh, Everything's going good. I uh, I actually got some wrestling in this morning before you come over. That's good. As you saw, I was watching some MLW. Um, and it's pretty much the same. Uh, it's like they got some young up and coming guys, uh, some solid working guys. They bring in other people and whatnot, but then they got some. Real young, inexperienced guys that are pretty rough <laughs> in the ring, cut rough promos and stuff. But um, no, I I think MLW's got some good storylines and stuff going on right now. Okay. Um, Play some awesome. And uh, yeah, uh, but I I was worried. I didn't think I was gonna get much uh, wrestling into this week. Yeah. How are you? What have you been up to? Oh. Uh, well, I went to the zoo on Thursday, as we're recording this Saturday morning. Jealous. Yep. Yesterday, I didn't really do a whole lot. Um, just kind of sat around the house, went for, uh, like almost a four-mile bike ride with Julia. Oh, nice. Um, and then went out for a fish fry last night. Nice. Good old Wisconsin Friday fish fries. Yep. Um, I had a, uh, um, a couple beers, too, after I fixed my car, too. Oh, busy guy. <laughs> I had a power steering leak that I fixed with our uh, Mega Super listener. Oh, Bassmaster Ed. Yep. Um, he came over and gave me a hand. Jacked up the car, I got underneath and started it up and saw where the leak was coming from and I'm like, oh, well, here we go. Fixed her up. Good as new again. A little duct tape? No duct tape. <laughs> no duct tape. Didn't need duct tape. Just needed uh, to tighten a clamp and um, put another one on. Nice. So that was good. Yeah, it. Uh, then we sucked down uh, uh, two celebratory uh, beers. Nice. On uh, my back uh, deck. So. Nice, nice. Yeah, it's um. It's an odd week in April, early April, early to mid April in Milwaukee. It was nice all this week. So. It's a snow on Monday. Oh, they're saying Monday? I saw Wednesday. Yep, snow on Monday. Ugh. Dang it. It's going to snow all morning. From mm. what the forecast says. Well, I haven't, uh, I haven't closed up the snowblower yet. I'm, I'm giving it some time. I knew we were going to get some snow in April, so. Yep. She's ready to roll. You might need it, I don't know. I'm going to start getting the mower ready, too, so. It's going to start snowing at about 6. Mm. So. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see uh, what it brings. I mean, it might not stick to the ground. The pavement's been so warm, so. Yeah, it might stick in the grass, but 
hopefully not on the roads and stuff. Yeah. But we'll see. Um, well, did you pay attention to the happenings this week? Oh, uh, yeah, I caught some stuff. Um, Cody Rhodes came out and challenged Brock Lesnar to a ba- match at uh, Backlash, Puerto Rico, so we know that's going to happen. I'm thinking that's going to be a stepping stone of taking out Brock Lesnar, kind of building him up a little bit. Um, I don't think Roman's going to have a match at Backlash. Eh, probably not. Um, so whenever <clears throat> they decide to put Cody up against Roman again, we'll see what happens. But um, there was that article that I sent you that you commented on. Jeff Jarrett thought that uh, they screwed up that that moment for Cody. Yeah, that's um, that's kind of how I was feeling, to be honest with you. Um, he just used different words than I used uh, last week. But, yeah, no, I mean, I get what you were saying, though, like where and what Triple H was saying, that there's more to the story and there's a bigger payoff. Or at least in their minds and how they have come up with everything, that's how it was going. And I get that. I mean, you're not going to make everybody happy. Um, That's just the world and the wrestling world in general, really. Um, People are always going to be agitated with a match or a storyline or whatever. Um, But I just see going forward, if Cody does end up beating Roman... Um, people are going to say, oh, well, it took him two times. I mean, I understand it's all pre-booked out and everything like that, but I just feel like it might take away a little bit because people are going to be like, well, we've already seen this. We've already seen Roman and Cody. Or what happens if, if Roman gets hurt? Yeah. You know, I know he's not wrestling a full-time schedule like Cody is or some of the other guys, but... Say Roman has a match at, I don't know, another pay-per-view, right? Whether it's Backlash or, I don't even know what all the names of their pay-per-views are anymore. Yeah. But, say he does get hurt. Then, then everything you built up is out the window because she, you know what I mean? Right. Then there is no payoff. He's hurt. No payoff. It's done and over with. I mean, that's the gamble, regardless. When you're trying to tell a story, that's more than, say, a month or whatever the case is, you know. Yeah. Because the accidents do happen. Mm-hmm, right. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I don't know. As far as, like, Cody and Roman are concerned, they better have a good payoff at the end of all this. Because I think if they don't, then... People will be really disappointed, and I mean, there's already people that really disappointed in AEW. So, right. Well, and and that's kind of where um, where I was kind of starting with the MLW thing too. Is like, you know, for me right now, because um, I don't I don't know what they're gonna do with Bray Wyatt and. I feel like the payoff for Kevin and Sammy kind of already happened. And then um, a little upset with the Cody thing. But, like, other than that, WWE-wise, like, I don't really know anything that really... Like, I there's some stuff that I like, but I don't know if there's stuff that I need to stop and watch. Where, like, MLW's got some decent storylines. And even if they're kind of hokey-pokey... The show's only an hour, and and they got some young up-and-coming guys, and that's cool. And then Impact always, especially recently, has some pretty good storylines going on um, and whatnot. But, yeah, I'm with you there. Like, AEW hasn't really had much that kind of grabs me. Um, and I haven't had a chance to even catch any of the... The ROH stuff. Um, but then it, NWA seems to have some pretty cool stuff going on too. So, Yeah, I haven't really paid attention to 
any other wrestling stuff really. Um, been kind of slacking when it comes to things. Um, there's TV programs that are on right now that I like to watch and whatnot, so I gotta kind of make some time and kind of get some other information, other tidbits. I haven't even sat in my garage and watched uh, Impact lately, like I usually do on my days off. Yeah, yeah, I know. I feel you there, especially now that the weather's getting nice. Yeah. Gonna have to add another chore to the to-do list every week from mowing and yard work and whatnot. Um, yep. But I uh, I hit a couple decent wrestling podcasts this week, too. Um, did you listen to the Dax one? I didn't get a chance to. I will today when I'm out tinkering around. Um, I was finishing up. Um, I listened to uh, a Jericho podcast because my Apple podcast app went a little haywire and downloaded like 200 Jericho podcasts and like oh, geez. a bunch of other stuff. I don't know what happened, but it just like started downloading tons of stuff. And my the only reason I knew is because my phone gave me an alert and was like, <laughs> I don't remember exactly what I said, but basically it was like, uh, there's a lot of podcasts on here. <laughs> no, I didn't say that, but <laughs> yeah. It, uh, so I went through and yeah, I had I had to like delete. I mean, I like Jericho, but some of his podcast episodes, I'm just like, ah, I don't care about that or whatever. But I listened to an old one with him and Hammer. He yeah. had Hammer on there. So that was pretty good, cool, um, and whatnot. So, hmm. I don't know if I ever listened to that one. Yeah, it's a good one. I think it's from like last October, so it's like what six months old. Hmm. Maybe I did. So you know, I usually listen to Jericho's podcast when he have when he has wrestlers on. Usually. Um. But no, I caught the Dax Hardwood. Uh, podcast when I was sleeping one night I throw in uh, an earbud and listen to podcasts falling asleep too and uh, I ended up waking up during the podcast and they were talking about the Bret Hart comment of um, like nobody really knows how to uh, basically tell a story in the ring you know because mm-hmm. everything's like high spot, high spot, high spot. I mean, he was talking about like waiting on the outside for somebody to dive over the ropes or dive off the top of the ropes and like do a flip and all that stuff. It doesn't make sense. Right. So, and Dax was talking about that and he goes, um, I guess their tag team match with... Um, the guns was really good. Um, and he wasn't trying to like really brag, but he was mostly trying to explain like, Hey, you know, all the stuff we did in that match all made sense and it all flowed together. Not like, okay, well we're going to do six jumps to the outside. So like immediately we're going to wrestle in the ring and I'm going to throw you out and then I'm going to jump to the outside, Mm -hmm. you know, and then wrestle on the outside for 25 minutes and then come back in the ring and wrestle for another 10. Right. You know, <clears throat> that sort of thing. But I thought it was really good. Um, so if any of you listeners out there um, want to listen to a really good part, podcast, um, uh, check out the Dax Harwood podcast on the Bret Hart thing that just came out. Um it might have been like a week or two old, I'm not sure. But um, I thought it was very enlightening. I think uh, uh, he did a really good job on explaining it. And like kind of backing up what Bret Hart was saying. He, he, was, he was giving insight to what Bret Hart was um, trying to, uh, or he was giving, uh, Bret Hart's, or, uh, 
giving his input on what Bret Hart was trying to say. Yeah, 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 I get what you're saying. Yeah, if, yeah, sorry people, I can't get it out. (laughs) But, yeah, so, I thought that was nice. So, I thought that was a good segment. I mean, they went back and forth and they talked about it for a while. But, um, everything that he was saying on that podcast was, was, was true, so... So, yeah. Um, and then I watched that Dusty Rhodes thing. The A&E one? Yep. How was that? Oh, that was really good. All right, I'll have to check it out. I haven't seen any of the A&E things. I keep meaning to, to watch them, but I keep... Are they on the... They're probably not going to be on the network at all, would they? WWE Network? No, I don't think so. All right, well, I'll have to see if I can find them. I'm not sure if you can... You'll be able to watch them on it all. I just deleted it too. Mm-hmm. That's all right. Um, I'll find it. But I thought I thought it was really good. I thought um, they told a great story with it, <laughs> and they uh, had Dustin and Cody on, and um, uh, and then uh, Dusty's daughters on, so. So they 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 told it really nice and it was a really good story. They did a good job. So I think that was like the talk of the town of like for the A and E thing. Uh, I know um, Rick Flair had a sec- uh, talked about it on his podcast too as well. Oh, nice. So yeah, that was. Uh, it was really good. Really good. But it, it's just amazing, like, uh, that he kept... Um, I mean, he lost a lot of weight and whatnot before he died. And then within... What do they say? Like, a day and a half or a day, he was dead after he went to the hospital. Dang. Yeah. Cody and um, Dustin went to see him, and then uh, Dustin went to go pick up his sister, and um, by the time she got there, he was already gone. Hmm. I'll be damned. So, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's a crazy story, but, uh, you know, uh, especially when you're a wrestler back in that day, the way that your family was just always torn apart because you were on the road so much. Mm-hmm. Um, it was nice to see that those guys like collaborated really nice and um, just said that Dusty was he wasn't around, but he 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 did love his kids a lot, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. But I know that, like, Dustin, him and Dustin always had, like, fallings out on and off, especially when he got together with Terry, Terry Reynolds, Marlena. You're talking Dustin, when Dustin got together with her? Yeah. Yeah, they weren't too happy about it, I guess, and so they stopped talking for, like, five years. Hmm. So, but... Crazy times. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, too, is like back in the day, I feel like a lot of wrestlers that were good and stuff made like a lot of money or whatever or a decent amount of money. And I feel like they all like just blew it all, you know. And I feel like a lot of old school wrestlers are broke. Like, um, I don't know how much money Ric Flair really has. Anymore. I think Ric Flair's been bankrupt so many times. <laughs> right, and it's like, when... Divorce after divorce after divorce. Right, I mean, at the... You know, after a while, it's like, what's the point of even getting married or doing anything? So I feel like a lot of those guys just do anything they can to just scrounge by. I mean, um, it's crazy. And 
it's almost like sad when you go to a wrestling show and they're like, oh, the, uh, wrestling legend such and such is here. And then they get in the ring and they're like old and decrepit and can barely move. And it's like, oh, you're just making a mockery of yourself. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's like Lex Luger, you know? That guy was jacked to the floor when he came into WCW. And now look at him. And now, yeah, he's... Decrepit. Just decrepit. He's literally wheelchair-bound. Yeah. And that's, that's like, sad. I I forgot what he has, but... Does he have Lou Gehrig's disease? Yeah, I can't remember. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's just sad because he was the total package, man. But he was definitely on roids, right? Oh yeah, hundred percent. I mean, maybe I mean, I I don't know, like yeah, like you said, I don't know what he has, but I'm sure that plays a huge part in his condition now. You know what I mean? I'm I'm sure, sure it has some kind of effects and whatnot, but like. He he had to been on steroids because I mean that guy was like back back in his early days when he first came in like right after football like he was he was jacked later on I don't think um, personally I don't think he had. Um, that good of a physique. Like when he was uh, the narcissist in WWE. Oh, I remember that. Oh, well, that was like 1996. It's probably the year you were born, right? <laughs> no, just I would have been too, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, he, uh, he slammed Yokozuna or whatever. Um, but he, uh, he was jacked in, but like, I don't know, something about his WCW physique was, was a lot better. So, I don't know, but. Yeah. Crazy stuff there. Um. Did you uh, hear anything about Dynamite? Uh, well, they were in Milwaukee this week. Yep. Um, Where was Rampage, do you know? Was that in Milwaukee, too? I think it was in Milwaukee as well. Uh, not for sure, though. Because um, I know they've been filming more Rampages, like, live, I think. Um, which, to me, if you're going to film live, why? how can you have an hour show that's... Stupid. I mean, I know, like, at the arena, they have, like, other matches and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, yeah, uh, Jeff Hardy came back, which it seemed like in the video when he came back that he got a huge pop and a huge reaction. Um, but, honestly, I'm to the point where um, I don't give a crap about Jeff Hardy at all. I mean, I really liked him as a kid and, and stuff like that, and it he's nostalgic, but him and him and Matt are, like, w- way past their primes. They just beat themselves up. And uh, honestly, this point, Jeff's had so many issues with drugs and alcohol and stuff like that that... Um, I don't really know how you could, like it was, don't get me wrong, it was cool to see them at at the show Yeah. Um, last year that we went to, um, but I don't know, they're like a shadow of what they were, and like I get it, you know, things take a toll, we were just talking about that, but um, yeah, I, to me it just seems like that and I know we've said this 1,000 times, and I'm sure everybody listening is tired of hearing it, but AEW is essentially WCW. Tony Khan has no um, 
original ideas anymore. Yeah. And he's not even moving with the same direction that he was when AEW first came out. Because why are you... And we were afraid this was going to happen when a bunch of... When he was picking up a bunch of WWE guys. Um, when they were letting him go during the pandemic. But why are you showcasing all these past talents? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, I just don't... I don't get it. I don't... Like, the Christian thing, like, kind of makes sense. Like, he's the mouthpiece for Luchasaurus. Like, that's kind of cool, right? Like... It, it it's a, at least pushing Jungle Boy into a singles run, right? But yeah. then, like, I why why do I care about Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy? You know what I mean? Like, um, like the, those guys should be like I would say like a a once in a while deal, or maybe they should team up with somebody kind of like and mentor. Like, some of these guys should just be, like, the mentors. Like, Sting is a mentor to Darby Allen. Right. Know? And we can get to that in a minute. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I feel the same way. Like, I don't mind seeing Jeff Jarrett in AEW and doing, like, a little wrestling here and there. But, like, for him being paired with Jay Lethal, like, it makes sense. Because they've had history and they were paired together for the Ric Flair thing. Yep. Like, I dig that. That's cool. Um, but, like, why, why are we not seeing, like, for instance, I really dig the House of Black stuff. I mean, Julia Hart does a killer freaking job with that stuff, and so does Malachi and and, and Brody King and uh, Buddy Murphy. But, like, I, I feel like I hardly ever see anything about them guys. Yeah. And like, um, like Jericho's group, I've said this before, it's the same thing as the inner circle, except... Just a couple different guys. Right. Yeah. Just some different guys. Um, but like, why are we not... And the roster's so big that you can't have continuing storylines each week. You know, it's like, oh, here's the storyline with whomever and then you don't see it for like two weeks and it's like how can I stay invested in the storyline if I'm not seeing what's going on yeah well I mean like like I said too is like that's when you you just record a couple promos and you put them out there for every week of like okay well you're gonna have Sammy Guevara talk crap to Jungle Boy or something like that. Just throwing it out there, for example. So you'll have, like, maybe an in-ring promo for one of them. And they'll come back and, like, cut a promo backstage or something, you know. Mm -hmm. And so they have, like, just the interviews. Real quick. I mean, they don't have to be, like... A 15-minute 15 15-minute promo. No, it's just a couple minutes. I mean... Um, you know who I think is really doing a really good job right now with promos? It's Lance, Lance Archer. Yeah? Yeah. There was a promo that him and Jake cut. Jake mm-hmm. started talking. Yeah. And then Lance Archer came in. Mm-hmm. And he he gave me that like that same demeanor that Jake the Snake does. You mm-hmm. know? Where like he came off like sounding really strong. Well, see, that's, that's like another thing. I, I think they kind of like skipped a beat with him because he come in and was this bad man pajama and then they just like kind of made him fall to the wayside and then he was gone for a while and come back and then they started to build him up and then nothing it's like the same thing they did with brian cage Mm -hmm. like brian cage came in with taz and like they could have rode him to a, a title shot with taz and then they added people to the group, okay, fine, whatever. And then he kind of fell to the wayside. And they gave him the FTW title. And, like, I don't know how Taz feels about it, but, like, why are you giving somebody a title that doesn't really mean anything? Like, that's kind of like, oh, we don't really have anything for you. Here, just carry this thing around. Oh, yeah, it's not recognized by any organization. 
uh, just carry it around and uh, like what? I don't. Yeah. Get, I don't get that. Yeah, I don't know. Like Hook was really popular, and, and then, now he's gone. Now like he's, he's like not no, no one void. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, and like the same thing with uh, Scorpio Sky. Like when um, um, they were so cal and censored, right? Yeah. Christopher Daniels, Frankie Kazarian, Scorpio Sky. That was cool. I'd never, you know, obviously I knew who Frankie Kazarian and Christopher Daniels was, but I didn't know who Scorpio Sky was. And mm-hmm. like, I really like Scorpio Sky. I think he cuts killer promos. He's super athletic in the ring. Yep. Like, how is he not a guy that you feature all the time? Mm-hmm. Like, I can't remember the last time I've seen him on AEW TV. And, like, Ethan Page, like, yeah, he's not my favorite, but I think he cuts good promos and he does good stuff. And he was super good in impact with Josh Alexander. And he's, like, not really on there that much. Yeah. Um, I just don't, yeah, I don't understand with these guys, like, why, if, if you're not going to use them in AEW, why would you not put them on ROH? Something. Like, I, I just don't, I don't get it. And I know they have, like, a YouTube show. Maybe they're on the YouTube show, but I don't really pay attention to that at all. Yeah, um, but those five, six minutes that they get for squash matches, that's just, it's kind of lame. Yeah. You know, I, and back in the day, like, that was kind of a, like a tryout thing. Like, you'd bring in your independent guys, or your local guys, and you'd give them a match. And, like, basically, yeah, it's going to be a squash match, but, like, and they're going to see on how they react of, like, taking their bumps, you know, selling to the crowd, mm-hmm. y- yada, yada, yada. So, like, that whole thing. And, like, once you got noticed, then, okay, well, yeah. We'll bring you back in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And keep bringing you back in. So. Yeah. And, like, honestly, in my opinion, they have two YouTube shows, Dark and Dark Elevation. I think those should be, like, your shows for your up-and-coming people. Like, if you want to throw Brian Cage on there and squash somebody or Lance Archer and squash somebody, okay, fine, whatever. But, like, that needs to be for, like, your guys in your school. Like, because don't they... Doesn't QT Marshall still have that school or whatever with it? You AEW? know what? I don't know. I think so. Um, but, yeah, like, why are you... And then bring in, like, indie guys or whatever on your YouTube show. Um, whatever. Like, I don't... Like I don't mind seeing like I don't know somebody somebody new on there like I'm st- still not necessarily going to watch the YouTube show but I might tune it in more if I know there's not going to be a squash match yeah. and I get to see some independent guys on there you know I I don't know Yeah Well that's like the whole Jay Cargill thing you know I mean Jay Cargill I mean we talked about it numerous times she should have lost already Yeah I don't know how she's still champ I there's there's nothing for her to do. No. Except for go up for the AW World Title. She should at least do the Impact thing where she should be able to cash it in for a title shot. That or they need to just have title title for title. Yeah. Well, I mean, how would you feel if like she come out, cuts a promo? To Tony Khan, you know, I know Tony wants to stay backstage or whatever, but cuts a promo to Tony Khan, I've had this title for X amount of time, nobody can beat me, I'm done with this, like, tier of whatever, come out here, I want a uh, AEW women's title shot. Uh, and then Tony's like, nah, nah, nah. they go back and forth for like a week or something, right? Yeah. She starts attacking uh, Jade, uh, Jamie Hader. Jamie Hader. And then eventually Tony Khan's like, well, if you give up the, you know what I mean? Like, do something like that. Because then at least it, it starts a story. Right. And it shows why she, because if you're still going by the rankings, if she's undefeated, she should be number one on the rankings to face Jamie Hader next, whether she has the, uh, or she should be the world champion already. Right. There's there's no reason why she shouldn't 
Why she's undefeated and hasn't not have a t- not has not had a title shot. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like they're not even going by the rankings anymore. Right. So. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. I don't know that that whole situation. I don't know. It, they they should have learned from the Goldberg incident. Like that did nothing for Goldberg's career. Well, when they got further down the line. Yeah, I mean, it, they they it, they basically had to tase him. Right. Yeah. Because if you make somebody unbeatable, I mean, yeah, it's cool at first, but then eventually it's like. Okay, we backed ourselves into a corner. How do we get out of this right. kind of thing? And maybe that's where Tony's at, where he's like, I don't know what to do next. So you're just going to keep putting her in matches and like have a decent match or a squash match or whatever the case is and keep her streak going and keep the TBS title on her? Yeah, like that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense to me. But And the TNT title is like, a joke. Yeah, it's been going back and forth. I don't really care for that. I mean, like, your secondary title like that's supposed to be, like, meaningful. And obviously not as meaningful as your main title. But still, it's supposed to be like, I'm going to give it to this guy because he's not quite there for the main title, but he's there. Yeah. And well, I think it started to go haywire when after Cody won it for like the fifth time or something. Yeah, no, that was kind of that was kind of screwed up. Yeah. So, I don't know. But uh, I don't know. Uh so Sting and Darby Allen and MJF had a in-ring promo. And Dynamite this week, and uh, I don't know, Darby and Max were going both at it, back and forth, bantering at each other, and um, basically saying that Max was like, like, uh, not really uh, humble and whatnot for what he had, you know, mm-hmm. pretty much. <clears throat> saying that they had matches together in like front of like thirty people at a bingo hall or something like that, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Um but uh then uh Sting came out and Sting cut a promo like Ric Flair was my um mentor and whatnot and Scott Hall and Kevin Nash and so, and he's like, oh, and Cody was yours. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, did I just say Cody? So. You know. Oh, I lost my mic. I, um. I think that's kind of the problem with AEW. Is that. There's no direction. Because, like, what you just told me is, like, it seemed like the people are just cutting in-ring promos just to cut in-ring promos. Um, Well, I know you were paraphrasing, but... Yeah, I mean, the the story behind it was the the whole Jungle Boy, Sammy Guevara... Yeah, the the four-pillar thing. The four-pillar thing, yeah. So, like, they're trying to get something moving in that direction and like Sting was saying that Darby Allen will be world heavyweight champion at some point in time, you know. Yeah. Well, um oh go ahead. So like that that whole aspect of that. Um but then yeah, I guess I I see what you're saying, like If you're just going to cut promos and lollygag around and not, like, have matches. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's like... 
you can't just go out and talk and say random stuff and then expect people to just automatically be invested. Because, like, I get that AEW was built on basically the wrestlers collaborating together to make the product. Where they're like, well, we don't have writers. I get it. You don't maybe necessarily need writers to write a story. But, like, you have to have... Tony Khan needs to sit down and say, this is the direction I want to go. And then, whether they are sitting down with Jerry Lynn or Dean Malenko or Arn Anderson or any of them guys backstage, and, you know, they're saying... Hit this point, hit this point, do this, do this. We got to make this. We got it because this is the ending. We have to get there. Then it, it, it's pointless because <laughs> you're you're filming people just doing random stuff. Right. And like that's where like it comes back to the just like, oh, here's a, a large indie show for you. Right. Because, like, sometimes when you go to independent shows, that's what they do. They're just like, well, well. It reminds me of a few years ago when Batista came back and he wanted to wrestle Triple H at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And they kept missing their cues where Batista's like, give me what I want. And Triple H is like, yeah, what, what do you want? And he's like, give me what I want. And then, like, they were missing the cue and it was awkward and... That's kind of how a lot of uh, promos that I watch with AEW, they just seem like to constantly miss the mark. Constantly miss. And it's just like, like, what, like what's going on? Like, especially with the Christian thing with Luchasaurus. Like, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus are together. Christian's with them. Oh, Christian turns Luchasaurus. And then, like, a week or two later, oh, Luchasaurus is back with Jungle Boy. And it's like, wait a minute. Did I miss something here? Like, did what happened a couple weeks ago not happen? And then Luchasaurus turns on Jungle Boy again? Like, how many times are we going to watch Luchasaurus turn on Jungle Jungle Boy? Boy, You know what I mean? Like, I just... So, things got to, like... I understand wrestling wrestling is like in in essence the a male soap opera you know soap opera right. for men kind of yep. deal um but you got to make a little bit of sense you can't be like oh well this week Triple H turns on Shawn Michaels but next week they're best friends they could never be apart and then the week after oh Triple H turns on Shawn Michaels again it's like right how dumb are you? Are you gonna fall for that trick every single time? You know what I mean, right. like. Um, so yeah, I. That's the only thing with like, I have definitely started noticing with AEW is, Tony has no. It's a free for all. It 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 really is, and. Um, I don't know. They got to go back to the basis, like. They got to start doing, like this. I don't know. I don't. I can't even. I I can't even give suggestions anymore because I don't know. I don't know where to go from this. I really don't. Yeah, I don't really know either. Um, I just. I hope that uh, Dax and Cash made the the right choice of signing another contract, and they said once their contract is up, they're retiring. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So they're done. Interesting. So, I mean, I would be taking a guess that Daniel Bryan's probably going to be done pretty soon, I'm thinking. Yeah. I don't know how long his contract was for. Well, speaking of contracts and stuff, did you hear about um, Santana? No. So... um, Apparently, he was hurt, right? Okay. And I guess there's some sort of clause in most wrestlers' contracts where if you get hurt, whatever time period you're at, it extends your contract, right? Yep. And I guess he was set to come back like a while ago. 
Mm-hmm. And Tony Khan has just continued to pay him instead of just releasing him so that he can, like, kind of hold on to him. It, mm. So he's, like, kind of doing, like, the, the, the Vince McMahon thing where sure. he would uh, rather hold on to somebody so somebody else can't get him. Yeah. Because I, I think Santana could go to, I don't know necessarily if he could do a single run in WWE because he hasn't really had a singles run. Mm-hmm. But I think he could have a really big singles run in in um, Impact or even NWA. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he'd do a really good job. I think he can cut good promos and stuff, and I think he'd have a really good, like, solid character. Um, yeah. I'd like to see that. I think it'd be cool. Yeah, we'll see what happens with that. Yeah, that would be pretty cool if he had a, a, a shot at a decent run. So, mm-hmm. so I don't know. I don't know what he'll do. I know he's a Conan guy, so maybe he'll go down to Mexico. He could, yeah. Um, I don't know what Very possible. See. Very possible. So, um, I sent you a thing, or I tagged you in a, in a post, that uh, said that Dominic was better than MJF, better heel. And you liked it. I was going to comment on it, but I didn't really know what to say. Um, I'm, like, indifferent about it, right? Okay, so mm-hmm. when I, like, sit down and think about it, Dominic is in a group. Yep. MJF is not. Yep. I think Dominic does really well in the group because of the chemistry him and Rhea have. Yep. Um, but, like, the other members in the group... Um, well, I th- I think the the whole group, uh, when he's around or whatever, I think it kind of makes a little sense, you know, of like and how it all works together, how it flows together. Yeah. I mean, even though that like Dominic is like the the Joker of the bunch, you know, mm-hmm. um, like you still can have Priest like joke around and and Finn, but I mean. They get real serious pretty quick, you know? Yeah. Well, okay, so to go back and, and finish my thought. Yeah, sorry to cut No, you no, 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 you're fine. I, I, I get what you're saying, though. I personally don't really gravitate towards Dominic that much. Okay. So, although I do agree with you that I think right now the character Dominic is in he is a better hero than MJF because MJF isn't doing anything that he's not done before. So he's like not setting himself apart. He's just, he's just like, and he's dry. He doesn't have like, he's not like trying to do anything. He's just taking the easy route like, oh, I'm going to throw a piece of gum on this person. Oh, I'm going to splash water on this kid. I'm going to flip people off at signings. I'm going to, right. typical MJF stuff. Where he's not really doing heel stuff, he's just being annoying and right. getting under people's skin, which they're like, ah, I hate this guy, I hate this guy. And like, where Dominic is like being a heel in the story, he's like making Ray mad about how he treats Ray and his family. He's, right. it's like escalating a story where MJF is just being annoying. So, yep. like, in that aspect, yes, I believe Dominic is a better heel than MJF. Yeah, I mean, that's like, with MJF, I mean, the crowd like chants for him or whatever, you know? But then Dominic gets on, and then the whole crowd boos him, you know? They not boo him out of the building. No, but, yeah, I, mean? I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't like him because he's a heel, yeah. Right, so like, I don't know. I mean, I think... I mean, I don't even know what you do with with uh, MJF because I mean, people people like him now. You know, he's not he he's. I'm not gonna call him like the stone cold good guy bad guy thing. Mm-hmm. You know, no, yeah, I'm not gonna call him that. Right. 
Um, but I, th- uh, I think people have just gotten to the point where they like when he does dumb, dumb stuff to get under people's skin. You know what I mean? Like, oh my gosh, he just did you see that? He threw water on that kid. Like, oh my gosh, did you see the video of MJF at the signings telling the kid to f off and flipping him off? Like that kid was only seven. Like. Just like stuff like that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, it's almost like, what is he gonna do next? Right. Not like, not like a um, a Triple H deal where it's I'm Triple H, I'm the World Heavyweight Champion. I've surrounded myself with with Ric Flair, the greatest mentor, the greatest wrestler of all time. And then two young prodigies and Dave Batista and Randy Orton, like yep. no one could beat me, and like literally nobody could beat him at the time. Mm-hmm. Like I, and then you're like, I hate this guy. He always wins. He's tons of money. Like he's the world heavyweight champion. Like he puts people down. But like MJF is just like, oh, he popped that kid's balloon. Oh, he ate that guy's hot dog. Like it's just like, what anno- It's like, oh, he's annoying. Like, right. That's it. He's yeah. not a heel. He's just, he's like your annoying cousin or something. It's right. younger than you. Like, I want to hang out with you. <laughs> like, that's kind of how it seems, you know? It, yeah. You do have a point there. Do have a point. Yeah. And then going back to him in, like, the 2024, th- there's no way he's, he, he, he can't be signed by WWE. He can't. No. WWE does a lot of uh, media stuff as far as like public stuff, and if he's uncontrollable now, of like throwing water on kids in the crowd, mm-hmm. yeah, they're not gonna have that. They're not gonna have that at all. <clears throat> no, no, definitely not. And the Make a Wish thing, like that's what they do. Right. I mean, they all do that. Right. So, and you can't have him coming up to some make-a-wish kid and spitting in their face or flipping them off or something like that, you know? Right. Yeah, no. It's not happening. No. Um, yeah, I... So... He can say all he wants, but... A, he's still in a contract with AEW, so I don't even think WWE is going to go anywhere around it when it comes to negotiating, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh... You know, he just, he can't be the same character there. Nope. So he's not even gonna, with the way he acts, unless he's like doing this stuff on purpose because he wants to get away from AEW, you know, he's like, oh, what can I do next to push Tony Khan's button? Oh, I threw water on this kid. Tony still didn't flinch. Like, I can get away with anything. Yeah, and maybe that's what it is. Maybe he's gotten away with stuff for so long that now he's like, "I can do whatever I want." I mean, just the language that he uses on every promo, like every time he talks on the mic, it's like foul language, and don't know if you can necessarily have that language on Fox. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. He just. And we've seen him for how many years? Yeah. Four? Something like that. Yeah, because this... Yeah, because we would have went to that show in June. Mm-hmm. So almost four years. Because so what, Julia will be three? She'll be four. Oh, almost five years then. Yeah. Well, no, like four. Because we went in June. She was born in August, so... Yeah. So, yeah, so... So yeah, we've seen him for like four years, so we're kind of tired of him. Because he, he literally hasn't changed character at all. No. I honestly liked him better in MLW because he wasn't like in your face, like, I'm better than you. Nobody, Nobody's nobody's better than me. Like, I'm better than everybody. Like, everybody's yeah. beneath me. He was kind of goofy. And maybe that had something to do with AirPod Boy and, and Hammerstone. Yeah. But. But, I mean, those guys were claiming that, like, He did stuff for the group, right? Yeah, that's what I, I uh, that's what Hammer was saying on the Jericho podcast. It, but then 
Dax was saying that he didn't. Right? That he didn't. So I don't know if his ego has gotten. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Maybe he has started to think that he's legitimately better than everybody. Like he's he said it so much, he legitimately thinks it now. He might. He might. So. All right, well, got any quick hits? No, I think I said my piece. I don't really have any quick hits. Just I got to watch a little more wrestling. Yeah, don't we all? So I'm probably going to watch that heels thing. Um, probably probably start watching it at work. Give me something to watch. Yeah. So. Yeah, if I don't watch it this weekend, I'll definitely watch it uh, when Ashley goes on her trip. I'll be done with it pretty quick. Watch party. That's right. That's right. The heel watch party. Um, so, yeah. Well. So, I don't know. My wrestle of the week. Uh, geez. I don't know. Um, I guess, uh, you know, my wrestle of the week? Dusty Rhodes, I think. Dusty Rhodes? Yeah. Because of the, the... Yeah. A-A-W... Or... A-N-E. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh... Pay a little homage to him and... Um... And what he did in his career, so... Okay. And then the legacy that his kids are... Leaving behind as well. Yeah, for sure. If I said that right. No, yeah, no, it makes sense. I think Dustin and Cody have done a pretty good job. Um, and I like Cody's theme music, by the way. If you, like, break it down and, like, actually listen to the lyrics, it's pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. All right, I'll check it out. I mean, I've heard the song, obviously, but I'll check out the lyrics. Yeah. Don't be afraid to sing along. <laughs> All right, well... See, I think I gotta go with. Um, you know what? I think I gotta go with my boy Hammer. Yeah. I uh. Yeah, I really liked that uh, podcast. I know it was a little older, but. Really dug the podcast, and it was it was cool to hear him talk about his like um, career with wrestling and like how he started and what he was doing and stuff like that um, and whatnot. So um, yeah, I've I I always liked Hammer. Pretty cool, and plus he's been like MLW champ for like. Almost 700 days or something crazy like that. Is he really? Yeah. Wow, I didn't think it was that long. I'll have to look up the actual um, stat and send it to you. But yeah, it's been it's been a long time. Like, yeah, I don't know how many days, but hmm. Okay. But yeah, so um, I don't think it was that long. Yeah, cause he won. He beat fought too. Like. For the title shortly after the pandemic. Yeah. And Fatu was champ for like 650 days too, so. Yeah. Okay. So. Well, good for the hammer. Yeah. Continue bodybuilding, buddy. My boy, the hammer. So, I guess with that, we're out, right? We're done? Yeah. Put a bow on it. Yeah, 130. Steel chair. Yeah, steel chair, flaming tables. Yep. Barbed wire. Ladders. So, all right, and we're out. Later. Later. Follow us on Twitter at BeerCityBoys1. That's the number one, not spelled out. BeerCityBoys1. If you want to get in touch with us, you can reach us by email. 
Our email is hottagpodcast2020 at gmail.com. Hot Hot tag out.